Recording in progress? Or progress? She's American. Warning, this podcast may contain bad language and content that some listeners may find offensive. I was trying not to laugh then. You're recording <laughs> I in could progress. I can hear the laughter. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do that again? Nah. Nah, it's fine. By this point, you know, people know what they're getting into, right? A smorgasbord of pain at the ears. Ugh. <sighs> Welcome to Seesaw Podcast. With your hosts, T, Cleves and Selena. Every week, bringing some much-needed balance and humour to brighten up what can sometimes be a dark, disabled world. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Seesaw Podcast, a podcast which is the uncalibrated monitor setup for a vision impaired person. And I can't say words. Today, we are back with another one of our lovely series, but let's check in first. Selena, what is going on in your life specifically and not how you are because you don't like that question? Um, I don't know. Well, lots is going on. Lots. Oh, I can't speak either. Oh, no. Great for the podcast. <laughs> this is going to go really well. As Maybe it usually does. We should do it sign language. You do it with BSL. <laughs> don't, because we don't have the capacity to do things like that on this show. BSL is um, language, right? <laughs> and that's God. it out. Oh my god! <laughs> what does it mean? Oh my... Sign language. Whatever. <laughs> the deaf community already do not like us. <laughs> On the bright side, then. No! Oh my god! No! Oh my god! <laughs> so, you know, what is going on with you? I have new pajamas. Pajamas, pajamas, pajamas all day. Pajamas, pajamas, pajamas all day. We've not done a a dress update recently. It's lovely summer now, and I literally went to a nice shop yesterday, i.e. Primark, and I've got some Garfield pyjamas. Whoa, you've moved out of Disney. Mm. What made you go non-Disney? They're very limited in my size of what was available. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Not the rejoice, then. (laughs) What pyjamas are you wearing, T? I'm not wearing pyjamas. I am wearing a blue T-shirt with jean shorts. Isn't it a baseball T-shirt? I can't read it, so yes. It's got baseball bats on it. And I assume the... Baseball. And the baseballs are also voiced by Bill Murray, as was Garfield. I once voiced a tennis ball for an ad campaign at work. totally did, and you should put a snippet in right now. By popular demand, our Andy offer is back. Every time Andy Murray wins a singles match at Wimbledon, we'll add an extra 2.5% discount and marketing step closer to losing their jobs. It's, it was bad. If I can find it, I'll send it to Santi as well because part of what makes it brilliant is the fact that my voice does not sync up to the talking tennis ball. <laughs> Link in the show notes because I believe it is on YouTube. Please, what you're wearing and how the fuck are you? I am good and I'm wearing a I'm wearing I'm wearing my work shirt. Just a black next shirt with a little stag emblem on for next and then some jean shorts. Business up top, party down below. Anyway, this week we are back once again with a lovely, lovely, delicious ear morsel for you. We have I Can Do That, where we take accessible well, we take accessibility to jobs that are not going to be accessible and because it's summer 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 time won't you kick back and unwind with these summery jobs 
Roll the theme music. Welcome to I Can Do That, the show where we make absolutely any job in the world accessible to anyone. Okay, so I have just said what these jobs, this show, is all about. And I think this time around, we are going to start with Selena, who is going to pitch us a job that is summary. And then we are going to attempt to make it accessible. And we'll give a thumbs up or thumbs down based on what we discuss. So, Selena, what have you got for us? So, I can't think of the actual correct terminology of what this job is, but maybe you guys can tell me. So, thinking of summer, mine is the, you know, the mascots that you get, like, to entertain children at, like, Butlins, like Billy the Bear. <laughs> I was Butlins. not expecting this at all. Billy the Bear, is that what you're sticking with? I don't. Yeah. Is that is that the thing? Is that is that Butlins the Bear? Okay. I think he's called Billy Butlins, isn't he? The Bear. I, I might Billy have made Butler. that up. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. So mascots. So we we could like yes, it is a summary, <laughs> okay. but you also have mascots in in a lot of capacities. So is that your? They might like your, your local Butlins. Those. Oh, your local summer. one. Yeah, the five in the UK. Nice um, <laughs> <laughs> and local to everyone. Um, well, you know, your Haven or your Sense Parks, wherever you like to go on your... I am a Pontins man through and through, Captain Croc oh. all day. All right, tell me, what, tell me what kind of things this mascot's going to be doing. So he's going to be taking photos with children because that's what the children like. He might be handing out, like, balloons to children. He might be doing a bit of dancing, you know, a bit of entertainment, coming in on the karaoke night and joining in the... The kids' games at the the mini disco. I'm sorry. Have you ever heard Billy Butlin sing? <laughs> I imagine it'd be a muffled mess. <laughs> I said in my mind, Billy Butlin's having to dance and knocking over the that, 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 that sounds like Tony's wife, where she sings like the first two lines of the song and then sort of mumbles away through the rest. <laughs> hey, stop throwing action statements out like they're insults. How dare you! Okay, so a bit of a bit of a larping, a little bit of capering around, that sort of thing. Yeah. So, so how is this not accessible then? Well, I don't know how well people can see in those costumes anyway, to be quite honest. Um, I imagine people that do wear them have reduced vision because it's hard to see out the, the fluffy eyes. Or do they see out the mouth? Depends what it is, isn't it? So I don't know. Is it okay for the mascot to have a guide dog or a cane to get around. Will that yes. work? Is it possible to grip on? How's he going to hold it with his big still? fat hands? Mm. Just tape it on. Oh. But wouldn't it not be a bit weird <laughs> if Billy <laughs> Butlin spoke to... I don't even know if that's the mascot. Anyway, Billy Butlin or Captain Croc or whatever <laughs> all of a sudden one day has a cane. <laughs> Returning children for the year before. What the hell happened? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have they, have they gotten rid of the pupils on Billy Butlin's and Captain Croc's eyes? Is that Big what? sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Put some sunglasses on them. Yeah, I like it. Okay. I mean, to be fair, if they can't see very well anyway, like let's just say you're looking out the little mouth mm. bit, maybe they'll have someone help Captain Croc around anyway. Let's say a red coat or a blue coat or, you know, that's what they have at those places, right? Yeah, I don't know what Havens is. Yellow coats. Yeah, and maybe they'll just have him as a little a little guide, like they guide him out to the kids, and then the kids will 
All he has to do is smile and wave, right? Maybe just flail around, tap a little kid on the head. Yeah, but you're yeah. going out to feel for the kid. You might just like swipe them and knock them over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of okay. going to be harder to feel, isn't it, with those big paws at his hands? Mm. What true. you could do, Sonu Band, not a sponsor, but come and chat to us, which lets you know <laughs> through vibrations the proximity of things. So vibrate on like the top, left, right, or bottom based on where there are obstacles. Put a couple of those motherfuckers on the wrists. Well, this is the thing, though. You, you've got two choices, haven't you? One, you put it on your wrist, in which case, does it just bring up the vibration of the big, fat, furry hand on your wrist? Or two, do you put it on the big, fat, furry wrist and it not actually get to you? Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Could be problematic, I think, yeah. I feel. I'm not saying it's a foolproof solution, but it could help. Well, maybe it's the thing. Our mascots even allowed to like touch kids these days, like even give them a little pat on the head or a hug. I'm not sure. Imagine not. You can't even sit stand. You do. I think kids come bringing up and cuddling them still, don't they? I mean, lots of kids are scared as well, but I assume they're DBS checked these days. (laughs) You would be. Even an offender has a clear record. Um, (laughs) Even a sex offender can have a clear record before they're caught, technically. Wow. It, It technically does. Enhanced DBS. Are you only catching people who have offended? That, that's yeah, the point that's I'm true. saying. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. And for our American listeners, a DBS is a naughty person. What does DBS stand for? Dick Ball Search. <laughs> Data Barring Service. Thank you. I did know that from my time working with the police. And I completely. Well, it defined. probably was CRB when you were about working with it the police. The so CRB. don't lie. So you it didn't know the... what DBS was. No, it was CRB when I was at the police. Criminal Records Bureau. Good. I'm glad I didn't make up some sort of... What I've been doing is making up acronyms. <laughs> <laughs> Cheeky rhubarb bum. I, I didn't even have anything that good. I just was going to say cockroach bollocks. So. <laughs> okay. I think that this job is very much doable by a vision-impaired and or... What about the dancing part? What about when they're on stage? Are they not going to fall off stage? Uh, tactiles on the floor. You can't mm. feel them through your big poor feet. No, but you cut the bottom of the feet off so Ooh. it could be barefoot and they'd be able to feel them quite quite well. No, In fact, it, even no. thin plimsolls would do. You don't have plimps. No, because they can't. They've got to have proper feet. We're in the illusion. They could, they could have like... You know like when you get those novelty slippers? Mm. Yeah, with the bumpy kind of bits quite, on the bottom. They've got quite, yeah, exactly. They've got quite thin bottoms, haven't they? But they're, they're big like claws mm. or bare feet. Okay, yeah. Let me get them. Yeah. And make sure they don't match the costume in any way. <laughs> a blind Billy Butler, claw play. <laughs> Imagine the story the parents have to tell why Billy's different this year. <laughs> Maybe you know that's a, a nice way to to talk about disability. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, like right, I know this is he's not a summer character, but Woodsy, he's visually impaired. He's got an eye patch. He's well, visually impaired. He, he's not visually impaired. He wears it for it's... the fashion. He's got a poorly eye. You know what? Take that off. I bet he's absolutely fine. Yeah. He's been using that to, to take advantage of the UK public for decades. <laughs> oh, I'm disabled. Give me money. <laughs> Incidentally, a great cause. Please <laughs> give to children in need. It is a fantastic cause. I went to Great Ormond Street Hospital. I was well looked after, and it came from a lot of funds from the public. So I, I'm giving this a thumbs up. What's your favourite bear? Go. Polar. 
You're just picked like a wheelbarrow. I was thinking like Paddington or Winnie the Pooh. I was going to say my head. I was like, which one of those two? At least we can all agree it's not Rupert. Okay, moving on. Okay. Oh, I did like Rupert with his little Uh, check scarf. You said Paddington now. Yeah, I forgot about Rupert. He's overlooked. He is, and and rightly so. Paddington's the lad. Okay, at the risk of having to move on, thumbs up, thumbs down. Do we think this is accessible? I'm going to say it is kind of accessible with. Slippers and wristbands, yeah, <laughs> and CRB checks. <laughs> we should hope they don't find one not just a disabled. You would hope that <laughs> that'd be a red flag. Oh, yeah, man. imagine been... if uh, Billy Butlins was in a wheelchair. That would uh, that would raise a lot of questions for kids <laughs> in a wheelchair with a long cane and a different feet. Yeah, we're just perpetuating the nightmare for sure. There should be more disabled mascots out there. Maybe we, should they're oh, we should come up with a seesaw mascot. Okay. Right, let's note that down, people. Come on. If you want to field a seesaw mascot, send us your suggestions on a postcard via Twitter. Yep. <laughs> and it has to be an animal, not just a cane or, or something yeah, like that. Right, so big old thumbs up. And yes, do send us those suggestions. And we might use them or take them and not give you credit. We're not like that. Okay, Cleves, do you want to go next or do you want me to rock up? Um, no, you go, just in case. Okay. My suggestion for a summer, summertime job, and this can be done all year round as well, but it is really big in the summer, lifeguards. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. That was my backup choice. Now, lifeguards, for those who don't know what a lifeguard is, <laughs> it's a lifeguard. Someone who stands by the side of the pool in the summer, it's particularly on beaches or in open-air pools, and their job is to make sure you don't die. They are extensively trained, although your results may vary when an emergency actually comes. I've seen lifeguards freeze like fucking ice poles. Um, so parents, if your kids are struggling, please get in there and do what you can, if you are able to. Um, because the 16-year-old might not have their shit together. I think lifeguarding with a visual impairment is accessible with a lot of caveats. Okay, my first question is, let's say someone's in the pool, right? Let's say they're drowning. Are they always going to be splashing and panicking or are they just going to sink like a stone? So from my experience in that industry, it can be either. But let's say they're sinking like a stone. How is a visually impaired person going to know that that's happening? Usually you would have someone scream and say, oh, my God. Why wouldn't that person help them out? Uh, because then they have ca- accountability for that person. They have to your care as soon as they touch them. That's not the same with Billy the Bear, though. <laughs> oh, no. no definitely <laughs> <laughs> okay. I assume Selena's gone to the toilet because we're being so funny today. Um, no, my ring doorbell actually just went off, so I kind of missed a bit of what you guys were saying. <laughs> Right, someone's thinking like a stone, right? And okay. You're a lifeguard, but you're visually impaired. You don't know what's going on. Someone screamed like, Oh my God, this guy's sinking like a stone. That's their voice. South Park-esque. How do you find out where they are and how do you save them? Um, well, someone's going to be pointing over there, over there. You're not going to know where. So you're going to need someone to like say, left a bit, right a bit, down a bit. I don't know. Who is this person? The person that's saying that someone needs help. Okay, a lot of responsibilities put on that person, but that could work. I mean, okay. I've never tried taking my cane into a swimming pool. We can sweep around for them, but I don't know how. 
<laughs> what is that gonna be? Well, it's too deep. It's too deep. You're not gonna have to. How long is this cane? <laughs> you have Ooh, a special lifeguard one. Yeah, like a like, a like a ten meter deep cane. That you just sort of swish around the pool. That um, won't take time. <laughs> For context, if someone has passed out because they have essentially drowned, which is the vast inhaling of water depriving the lungs and brain of oxygen. On average, it is an hour, and f- uh, an hour, a minute and thirty seconds before irreparable day brain damage begins. Maybe it's a case of teaching everyone when they come into the pool, just giving them a quick lesson. <laughs> so you go to the changing room into a classroom, sit down, you bastards. Yeah. Teach you about basic lifeguarding. Yeah, probably would be a good solution to that. You know, well, like every time a swimmer goes into a pool. Just give them a, like a five minute briefing. Okay. You know, like you know, like when you go to a go karting lesson. <laughs> Not that no. many, many people on this podcast would know, but let's say you go go karting, right? You get like a five minute brief on what to do on track, the do's and don'ts of go karting. Maybe right. you should get like that, someone in the front of the pool. You know how they like change every hour or whatever with your new wristband. Just give them like a do's and don'ts of the pool. I mean, that could potentially work. One, don't drown. Accidents still happen. But it's not just that. Like, how are you going to spot? You know, like lifeguards aren't just at swimming pools; they're on the beach as well. Yeah. If you see someone swimming in the the red flag area, is it the word the no go area? How are you going to know that they're there to go and tell them, "Hey, hey, you can't be there." That's a good point. You might be visually impaired, and you see something out in the water, and you think it's just any old piece of flotsam and jetsam, and then you're like, "Oh my god, it's a guy!" Giant Sony band. So you put your hand on and it rate it does everything in the pool. Ooh, actually what you could do is give everyone like a little heart monitor, like a beep, 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 beep. And then if certain ones drop below a certain percentage, then it, it kind of like radar fields you in. I mean, mm. that would work. That'd be very expensive, but it would work. An adaptation. Yeah. <laughs> Money's not an issue here, right? <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is You've got true. your access to work, yeah, budget. <laughs> Yeah, which is now paperless. So, yeah, you could do that. I wanted to, well, I didn't say I wanted. When I was little, I had a Baywatch swimsuit because I clearly wanted to be a lifeguard. I and I definitely, I definitely that. did that slow motion running as a child. <laughs> you know you're not white like. enough to be Pamela Anderson, right? <laughs> <laughs> they, didn't employ, they didn't employ people of colour back then, right? No. <laughs> yeah, they did not. Maybe the, in 21st century Baywatch, they, they do have them now. I don't know. <laughs> hey, um, they employed The Rock in the latest one. So I personally could say it's a big thumbs down for a blind lifeguard, not just for the adaptations, but I think if you had a blind lifeguard, the public were aware of had regular shifts, I believe you would have severe lackings of customers during these times. The thing is, though, how often do you even know what lifeguard? You know, if you're at the beach, 
a lifeguard sits in a little hut and you know 90 percent of the time you don't have to do it mm. you wouldn't even know if they were blind or not that's true just down there with the phone talking to them that's it you just sit yeah. there with some sun cream on yeah some, that tan bro yeah some some lovely ladies or lads around you just flexing so what do you think about this lifeguard thumbs up thumbs down without a lot of money and sonar <laughs> I'm going to give it a thumbs down. Okay, I'm going to give it a thumbs down for real life, but a thumbs up for Baywatch. I think they should do it, an episode. I'm available. I don't know if they're still doing that show. They can bring it back when I'm special. Okay. Okay. Right, so Baywatch, if you're listening, and I know you are, Selena is looking to get cast as a lifeguard in a one-off episode of a new 2023 season of Baywatch. She takes a lot of boxes, other than the acting one. <laughs> hey, I've got drama oh, nice. level. Oh, oh, nice. I'm all right, I'm all right. I imagine that's probably all Pam had when she started. I can tell you two things she had. She's got a <laughs> job. <laughs> Vigour and enthusiasm. <laughs> Right, please, let's finish off with you. I, I'm, I really hope this one's not been done before. Ice cream man. That was my original idea, and I knew one of you would come with that, so I had a rethink. So let's go, ice cream man, or person, wow. or woman. Or... Not technically summer. Bilton came around on Boxing Day. He did, and I had an ice cream day. An ice cream day? An ice cream <laughs> on Boxing Day. I had ice cream day. <laughs> no, I enjoyed it a lot. I'm sure you did. Hey, when you move back to Clifton and the guy comes around on Boxing Day, I mean, I probably won't be at yours, but whatever. The point is, you can have a nice little ice cream and you can reminisce about the time that I had an ice cream on Boxing Day. <laughs> you declined at the time. I did. I, I believe I said, that's fucking madness what you're talking about. Yeah, but how many people can say they've had an ice cream from an ice cream man on Boxing Day? Not many, but it's not something to be proud of. That's just a quirky little thing. Put on your LinkedIn, mate. You'll get loads of jobs. So, ice cream man. Okay. Are we going to negate the whole driving aspect? Well, I was going to say, there's no, 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 you don't need to. Go on. There's a driving aspect. My theory is, because he has to stop on every street, he has, like, a Google Maps, you know, like, in your head when you walk and it says, like, turn right here. He just drives incredibly slowly because he's going to have to stop. He keeps saying he. They're going to have to stop quite often. So, okay, admittedly, their, their rounds would take quite a while, but they aren't going to miss anyone. I was going to say, you know when you hear the, the tune going and normally you have to leg it and grab some like pennies from your parents, but it's probably like cashless now. <laughs> but yeah. you know, you don't have much time, do you, to get to them? But at least this way, if they're going that slowly, you're not going to miss them. That's true. Since it's a rolling shop, like, <laughs> so yeah. a casual stroll while he's driving off. Like, oh, yeah, 99, please, mate. Well, here's, right, here's the other thing. Let, let's stress the isolated situation first. You've got all the boards up. now. My theory is someone, they, they basically put like little braille things on the cards, on the actual pictures of the ice creams, so they know which one's which. Then they put them up on the side of the ice cream van in a certain order, let's say one, two, three, four, five, you know what I mean, in numbers. Yeah. yeah. And then when they get the ice lollies in, they're going to, well, I mean, they're going to have to ask someone to, to tell them what they are. But then you section them out in the freezer so you know, like, oh, it's a blah, 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 blah. And, it, and if a kid's like, oh, I want a, I want a magnum. You're like, what number is it? You prick. And then, <laughs> and then, and then you go, oh, it's number five. And then you go to number five. It's basically like a Chinese restaurant. Okay. No, but that's um, fine. Like I can feel different ice creams by just 
feeling anyway. I can tell a magnum from a feast. Feast's got little bumpy bits on, magnum yeah. smooth. But what I get, you don't want to be you don't want to be rooting around, do you? Like if someone says I want a magnum mm. and you're not quite sure where you stuck them in the freezer, if you've got money okay. number five, then boom, you go straight to the number five section, magnum. And also you know if they're gonna be, you know, if you need to restock them at any point. Here's the problem. The whipping machine. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Please tell me how you're combating that one. Practice. That's what I can say. There's a lot of ice cream on the floor of that van. Put a bucket there. Reuse it. I think with practice, you could swirl an ice Because you call it the standard, aren't they? So I think you could probably swirl an ice cream. The sauce, when when people ask for sauce, and you need to stick a flake in as well. When people ask for sauce, you have to drizzle it over the top. You might get a bit of saucy fingers. We can lick them off in front of the kids. I don't think you should be licking anything off in front of kids. Yeah, before you get your DBS done for watching a butler in the winter months. Right. Anyway, what about hundreds and thousands? Again, you can sort of shake them off, but expect a bit of spillage. The, the, okay. you, you probably your hand will probably be well. I imagine if I was doing it with without sight at all, I would have a hand that's a little bit covered in strawberry sauce and covered in hundreds of thousands. But my hand would basically be the top of a fab, only more delicious. <laughs> I always like the looks of those, but I never like the taste. Thank you. Fabs suck. They they're terrible. They look great, and then when you mm. when you eat them, you're like, well, this is disappointing. Yeah, yep. they're dog shit. Let me play devil's advocate. I don't think you need to have the cones. I still no, you, no, you no. Still, I'm no. not going there. If there's no, you cones. still need to do soft serve. A coneless ice cream, man. No, what, are you high? No, no, no. You didn't let me finish. I want to. What if you have like <laughs> a cup, like a, a I... paper cup? You do a one big pull of your soft serve in there, like your whippy. Then you can put the, the, the mixings on. And then you know how you used to get those wafers, like more cone that would be stuck in your cone? No, that's not a good enough replacement. What? You just stick a wafer in the top and say, that's your cone bit. But Where's my cornet, damn it? Well, you can stick a cornet on top. How am I going to eat it with one hand? Well, kids need to be more self-sufficient nowadays, so you give them the cone on the sides. Like, here you go. Have had it, son. <laughs> what you said is an absolute disgrace. <laughs> and let me point out this as well. Sometimes there's those double cornets. You need to get good at those as well. Mm. If you can get a blind person that can not only drive an ice cream van, but pour you a, a double cone of Mr. Whippy. MBA. With a double, <laughs> with yeah. a double flake and sauce and hundreds of thousands. Do you know what you get as well now? Those ones where they turn them upside down and like dip them in chocolate and shit as well. If you can get that down as a blind person... I would I would tip my hat. I would pay an extra pound to watch you do it. Nah, I probably wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I would be impressed. Also, I don't think you had these things as a kid as well. They were like uh, oyster-shaped cor- um, oh, cornets. Oh, yeah, oysters. Yeah, yeah, and they're like little coconut bits on one side. I don't think they'd be too bad because you can literally hold like the oyster clamshell up to the uh, Mr. Whippy and just... Like, I have it. no idea what you're talking about. Well, you know what an oyster looks like? Like a no. clam. Um, it's like a clam. It's like a, I know what a clam is, like the oh, yeah. shell. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. a clam. So it looks like that, but it's made of, you know, the thing that uh, cornets are made out of, wafer. Mm. So it looks like that. But and it's you put open. it in that. Yeah, and then you like pour the Mr. Whippy in the. Oh, sounds messy. You know, it's, it's too it's shallow, very right? Messy. Oh, yeah. yeah, as soon as you bite into it, it's basically it all over your mm. out, yeah. Yep. Yep. It, it's not conducive to pressure at all. No. I mean, 
I'm going to give this hit miss or maybe a maybe. Mm. I don't think anyone can practice enough to get that good because when you have a huge line, you're doing it at speed. It don't mean how don't matter how good you are. I've had some ice cream cones from people with, I imagine, very good sight, but again, I don't know that. And it's been it, they're tried. Yeah, but it's like anything. Let's say you're playing the guitar, right? You can learn to play a song without looking at it. Maybe you can learn to Mr. Whippy yourself up without looking at it. True. I don't know all the logistics to go into that. The machine, if it's well, it is pressurized. The maintenance of the machine, I, I don't know. I don't know everything that goes into being an ice cream person. But I'm going to give it a maybe. I think it could be possible with practice, but I think you're still going to have a lot of issues. Especially the driving. There's no fucking way on earth you would have well, to. Well, driverless ice cream, Bram. Yeah, or access work. to work. They're coming. <laughs> mm. Access to work. Get a driver. But we don't. We're not allowed that one in our a version of, of the game. <laughs> a load of parking sensors <laughs> and drive very slowly with Google Maps. Oh, we could just be one that's like, uh, uh, like static at fairgrounds or at the park. Uh, Are you yeah. getting there? Yeah. Well, you have to space. Oh, you just park. leave it there. It lives yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Live in ice cream, man. Alternative, a giant Sony band on the top of the ice cream band. Jesus. Okay, do you know what? I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a, a cautious thumbs up. I'm not changing my mind, Selena. What? what I'm gonna give it a thumbs up as well because I genuinely think someone can master the Mister Whippy bit of getting it in the cone. I think it could be done with a lot of practice. We underestimate what our visually impaired compatriots can do in this world. Right. So there we go. What would you say your summertime jobs would be to make them accessible? You can get us on the following links. I'm interested to hear about people's mascots for the show now. Who's going to be our little little mascot? Oh, we can ask people at Sight Village. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So send us your mascots. We will also ask at Site Village. If you are coming to Site Village, we are at what's the East Side Rooms, I believe it is, mm. in Birmingham, the 17th and 18th of July. Mailing it. Come and see us. We will be with the Look Guys, which Selena is a Look Mentor. We'll be setting up for them. So come and see us. Give us your suggestions. And we might actually use one. Check out Look as well. That's why we're there. Those guys are good. That's how you do planning an event. <gasps> Adios. Thank you for listening to Seesaw Podcast. Your feedback and comments mean a lot to us. So if you'd like to get in touch, you can do so in the following ways. You can find us on Twitter at Seesaw Pod, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Seesaw Podcast. And you can also join us at seesawpodcast.com. Remember to like, rate, review and share with a friend. This podcast was recorded in front of a blind audience.